baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, you. Yeah, you got Bush. You definitely do if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor today, Manscaped. After using these life-changing products, you're going to want to join a ball sack beauty contest. I'm looking out for you too because I also have an exclusive 20% off discount by using our code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at manscaped.com. What is going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Steve V. This is episode 260. And on this week's episode, we're mixing it up a little bit, welcoming back friend of the show, sex and intimacy coach, Finn Dearheart. Um, so great to have him back on the show. He's going to be sharing new talks with us as he always does and stay tuned for his upcoming fall workshop at joshua tree it's going to be really amazing we're going to tell you all about it well before we get into that in response to more talk of colton underwood you know the former bachelor who came out recently who also has a new netflix show with gus kenworthy coming out I wanted to, at Josh Roth, writes in giving his perspective. Uh, He says, for me, I do not find it frustrating that he came out or is a part of a show getting to learn about the community. My issue lies in using Gus Kenworthy as a, quote, mentor. Gus didn't even come out until after gay marriage was deemed lawful in the country. What insightful perspective is he going to add? The plot feels very famous, privileged, and cisgender white man shows other famous, privileged, and cisgender white men how to navigate the perils of summer pool parties, grinder hookups, and the back room at Mickey's WeHo. Of course, he's talking about WeHo Los Angeles. I think an older mentor of color would have provided some actual educational content for both Colton and the audience. So he's essentially talking about how guests Gus Kenworthy is supposed to be coming on this new 
Colton Underwood docuseries on Netflix to be his his gay liaison mentor, whatever you want to call it. But it's two white guys, gay white guys. And I agree with you, Josh, on this one, that wouldn't it be a little bit more, as we talk so much about diversity and inclusion these days, if he could have maybe some more diverse people being showing him navigating his way into the community i think it would be a it seems a little tone deaf not having that so 100 percent agree with you and with that thank you for sharing your opinion on that you can always dm us at tags podcast at tags podcast on instagram we want to hear from you or ask for sex or relationship advice well let's get into my conversation with friend to the show finn Dearheart. All righty. Well, I couldn't be happier to be talking to one of my really, really special, great friends mm-hmm. who's a friend to the show, sex and intimacy coach, Finn Dearheart. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm doing good. It's, it's always fun for me to talk with you and I feel really grateful that you're and making this space for me to share again. <laughs> and they, we, yeah. I love talking with you about this stuff. Absolutely. Um, like I said, um, Finn Deerhart, sex and intimacy coach. You can certainly find a lot about him at finndeerhart.com. We're going to be talking in uh, this discussion about two upcoming programs you will want to know about and potentially put in your calendar. But beforehand, I wanted to just thank you yesterday because we are doing this clubhouse now called Mm -hmm. Sex Positivity for the LGBTQ plus community. And you joined in as a new clubhouser. Yeah. (laughs) And I really, I think you added so much to the room. In general, we were, everybody was really sharing their perspectives on on our own unique journeys. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you mentioned that really struck me is when we were talking about, we were talking about on in the room about one of my co-hosts is recently new in a relationship, Mm -hmm. Cody. Mm -hmm. And then we went into, I was discussing about say my fears of entering a relationship and everybody comes in with their fears, of course, particularly when you're in a work, um, a work in progress as hopefully so many of us are, but you (laughs) mentioned that I wrote a little note down is you said, who's you've been in a long-term relationship and you said you had a reckoning um, at some point that one person, your partner is never going to be everything you desire or need. And you had to come to that reckoning. Um, do you think that's something that we, many of us don't often think about, particularly when a relationship is new and we're just feeling all those amazing feelings and lust and all the things that everything's going to be perfect. Do you think we don't think about that whole concept, that reckoning that you spoke of very much? Absolutely. Yeah. It's actually, it's like our brains do that to pair bond us, you know, like it's, um, we, it's kind of complex too, because different people have different responses to that. Um, it's called limerence, you know, when you're just like, whoa, I'm just enamored with this person. And 
I feel like I've known you my whole life and oh my God, you like skiing. I love skiing. You know, that kind of like, I've heard like <laughs> yeah, that's, right. Um, you like jazz. You I like, love jazz oh my God, too. I play jazz in a way. I get that call. Like, what? Uh, yeah. Um, I've been really wanting to get into jazz. <laughs> exactly. And then you, you like, it's a, it's like an inflation of the person. So there is a, you know, a projection that's happening of, um, believe it or not, it's just, people that really activate us and even people that really turn us on sexually often have at the root, like a kind of, um, transference from parents, you know, like it's maybe not like, Oh, you look like my dad or it's, but it's like, there's something about how we interact or something about the way that we fit together that brings up some of this, like, um, you know, like the best and the worst of our parents and our caretakers, if you didn't have, you know, direct parents. And, um, so, it feels like oh, I've been looking for this my whole life because we did leave childhood. No matter how good our parents were, we all left with, with injuries and pain and stuff. So, yeah, we get in this new relationship. And depending on, as I said, it gets complex because some people are more afraid of like losing their autonomy. You know, it's like if I get too right. close to you, you're going to take over my life. I'm not going to be myself. I know myself. I'll lose me and I can't hold on to myself. And then other, and on the other side of the spectrum is like, oh my God, if I get close to you, you're just going to leave me. So I'm just going to keep up barricades. You know, I'm just trying to protect myself from this inevitable I'm going to be left. Um, right. So I think, you know, depending on where one is on that spectrum, it's going to show up a little differently, but this like being everything for your partner uh, is it one, it's like a cultural story that even if we intellectually disagree with it, we have been raised in a, in a world that that's, you know, the predominant story about relationship and it's hard to get rid of that story. But if you have an abandonment fear, especially it's like, Oh, I don't want you to be fulfilled by any, by anything, but me, you know, like if you are, that's risky. <laughs> Um, and that, and then, you know, even if we know that this is bullshit intellectually, like our child, you know, self is, is really reactive in the relationship. So that's what, you know, I've been with my partner for five years and that's been new levels of that, you know, just coming to terms with it and being like, you know what, I actually don't even want to be everything for you. You know, this (laughs) COVID has made made it where we've had to deal with that more. And yeah, he, he like my partner likes a lot of space emotionally. So when, when he starts feeling really close, close, close to me, it can activate his fears, like some of his parental stuff, like his parents or his mom specifically is really smothering to him. And like for me, um, I, when I start feeling really close, I get really turned on. <laughs> right. So it sets up a, like a problem, you know, because I'm like, I'm getting really, really turned on. He's like, oh, I'm getting really like, uh, I, I need some space from you. So, you know, that's oh. the, the kind of dance that will happen when we're both. Yeah you know, really activated, I guess, out of our centers. And so it's just good work, you know, because I've got to look at that and be like, well, it's not that he doesn't love me or that he doesn't want to have sex with me. It's that he really feels like he needs a little space emotionally to feel safe and to feel like himself, you know? Um, yeah, it's interesting because a lot of your work is with partners, couples, but mm-hmm. it can be when we're just working on yourself and you talk a lot about dealing and looking at the trauma as LGBTQ plus people have so many of us have we'll talk a little bit more about that but when you're kind of doing your work your autonomous work for yourself it would seem like when you meet somebody that they you complete me right right but I think hearing what you're saying hearing what you said yesterday that reckoning 
the quicker I think that we can potentially have that reckoning with ourselves that that one person isn't completing me. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a film, right? Yeah, right. That was <laughs> and when you realize that you can continue on, even in this beautiful new partnership, the autonomous journey and maybe share your journey and kind of reveal each other layers to each other and maybe realize that some things, is it good to realize earlier on that we might have these dances throughout this journey together and to give each other space to continue their own autonomous journey? Totally. Yeah, I think it's imperative, actually, for the health of any relationship. It's like, you know, we're supposed to go through this symbiotic kind of phase. It like we bond together because if you met somebody and you're like, you know, I really love all this stuff about him and I really hate all this about him. Like we probably wouldn't pair bond, you know, so there's an inflation that happens. It's like, Oh my God, you're a God. I love you. (laughs) Um, You're everything (laughs) you do is so wonderful. And then like it, after a while, (laughs) like, (laughs) yeah. And then all these things, these aspects of the person that were always there in plain sight, we start to notice them then when we come down off of the high. And I mean, to be fair, we're in, we have love drugs pumping around in our brain you know so we're yeah we're in an altered state (laughs) right right so knowing that is really powerful because um most people and i mean most people hit the power struggle phase where all this starts to come out where you're like you know what you're not who i thought you were and right nobody can sustain that projection that we put on them nobody can It's, it's impossible um then then there's like a struggle and a lot of people go, oh, you weren't the one and they leave and um, or things, you know, it puts it too close to our own shit because we have to take responsibility for all those projections, too. And, no, and most people don't. I don't want to do that. It's like, no, he's the problem, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think having a framework to to work from is really helpful. So when you're in a rough patch, you can if you really have a connection with that person, you can say like it's not you it's that there's a thing that we do with each other that comes up and it's the thing that in between us that we need to kind of work on not like try to change each other you know and then when it has to do with say our like sex between two people um recently i was talking to a friend of mine who broke up with he's was the older of the two of them they had a significant age gap and one of the things that wasn't being met for him was he wanted to have sex way more his sexual libido was much stronger than his partner's was who was significantly younger and not that that has any correlation obviously but i think when we're noticing different things and even our desires Mm -hmm. um i know a lot of your work is really bringing people together like if in couples and even finding out what their desires even are, um, it can be an, an interesting time, right? In a yeah. relationship to explore <laughs> yeah. some of those desires yeah. and in other people, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You mean like exploring them outside the relationship? Or just within the relationship too. Yeah. I think maybe so many people are very, um, you know, now I think if I was to enter a relationship, I would be much more, open about what I desire. And I think in the past, I spent too much time trying to be that Mm -hmm. sexual being that I thought my partner wanted me to be. 
So I think now I would come into it a lot more from a communicative way. And um, instead of smashing down my desires and what I truly want, and it can be kind of an exciting time to explore with your partner, even if they don't share the same desires. Absolutely. Totally. A hundred percent. And here's the thing that I think is so hard for, for just the human experience, but especially gay guys. I, I, I mean, that's not like quantified anywhere, any kind of study, but there are tons of studies about how gay men are impaired in their abilities to make secure attachment because we left childhood predominantly being rejected for who we are and not affirmed by parents for, you know, ourselves hiding ourselves. And so we didn't get a, a validated experience um, or cultivating the kind of uh, relational skills that help us build secure attachment, you know, but many of us found a way to survive and to get through and sex is like this, like it's on an altar and it, it and you know, it's amazing. Sex is amazing. So it's like, we fought really hard to get here. You're not going to take this away from me. So then we get in relationships right. and what happens? I mean, almost every couple that I work with, it's like, okay, so, the relationship is set up in a way where, you know, to get close with someone and to feel really safe with someone, we have to feel each other's pain, you know, and like really make space for that. Um, right. And we want to protect each other from the pain. Like we want to be like nurturing and safe and like, you know, stable, but like sex and desire, like our arousal templates, the things that turn us on most are the wounds like the very wounds that we're trying to protect our partners and ourselves from in the relationship so then it's like well i don't know how to get really turned on super hot in the relationship because i'm you know watering down the the effect of feeling these wounds between us so that we can feel safe you know but like if i want to get really horny most people have this experience where it's like where did they get you know the, the hottest sex is when they're like there's some emotional distance or like in hookups or when they're on substances or some place where they're able to like let go more and like feel themselves more. Um, maybe there's a power dynamic that exists and then because of all the pain that they carry, you know, so if you want to, you know, again, it's like the couple has to come to this point where it's like, wow, I really, you don't, you don't like do all the things for me sexually. And even if guys are in open relationship, it doesn't even matter. Cause a lot of guys are in open relationships just in a, in a, in an attempt to like circumvent these problems anyway, <laughs> you know? So right. whatever kind of relationship you're in, you know, monogamous on a spectrum to open or poly, it's like, these are still dynamics that have to be held and attended to. So a couple can really bring that in, like you were saying and say, all right, I want to, look at what comes up for me, you know, like with this and that, and, you know, kind of start sharing their desires amongst them, each other, or, or bringing in people or role playing or doing all, you know, and they're going to confront their fears of rejection and their, you know, fears of embodiment, or I don't know how to do that. And, oh, I've been performing my whole life and I don't know how to step into this fantasy of mine that I've been holding since I was young. You know, I love this fantasy, but I can't do it because I can't feel comfortable enough. <laughs> um, right. It's a lot. Yeah, it's just a lot. But it, it can be done. And then it's really beautiful because it's healing because then your partner's with you and is like, I'm, I got your back. And yeah, let's do this. I do want to watch you get gang banged or whatever. You know, and, and then when, <laughs> when that can happen, that's a healing moment because, oh, it's I get to be all of me. Um, and at the same time, instead of having to segment my experience on either side, you know, Hey, it's your buddy, Steve V host of tags podcast. And the last Sunday fun day, 
my buddy who's been on the show, but I'm not going to name names before, had me manscaped his back using his rusty old clippers. We were hanging out by the pool and he thought he'd ask for my services to kind of trim him up a little bit, which happy to do. But when I grabbed his clippers, I'm not sure when he got these. They were grabbing his back. I had to be careful how I used them. It was a hot mess, and I quickly switched him over to Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which did the job so much better, so much smoother. I think we have a new recruit. You know why? Because Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full-body grooming game, and they've got their perfect package 3.0 kit. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0 that I was talking about. It's waterproof, cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine in this kit. This is the best trimmer on to help you trim up the hedges. This trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, and it's thanks to their skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. When you trim the hedges, the tree stands taller. Inside their perfect package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, making sure your balls are smelling majestic before your next grinder date. You'll also find the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, a spray-on testy toner that's designed to make your balls smell irresistible. With the perfect package or performance package purchase, you get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, $39 value, and the patented high-performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. Well, I've got a deal for you. Get 20% off plus free shipping by using our code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at manscaped.com. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at manscaped.com. Calm. It's 2021 and you still got Bush. Change that with Manscaped. Well, one of the things you mentioned yesterday when we were in Clubhouse, I believe you said in an, in an upcoming workshop, but as so many of us are so attached to porn and porn is such a part of so many of <laughs> our days at times i'm sure this past year for so many of us it was just you know with only fans people's subscriptions have just skyrocketed and getting turned on by people that we follow porn and all mm -hmm. and i think you said you have an upcoming workshop where you're going to be working with partners or just people like kind of reenacting finding clips of your favorite porn scenes, yeah. why they turn you on, yeah. what it triggers in you, and then helping you recreate that for yourselves. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I was so intrigued by that. Yeah, man. I love, you know, it's a, you know the hot debate around like porn addiction or sex addiction and all this stuff, especially yeah. post like what happened in Florida. And uh, it's such a, it's a scapegoat that people use. It's like, oh, this person's like they're porn addicted or they're in what's happening so often is like, it's not the porn that's the problem. It's the, as much as it's like the person, like, like for instance, in a relationship, are they going towards porn and jacking off because it's easier for them there or because they don't, they don't know how to confront something with their partner or because they feel 
inhibited so much with their partner but you know hey like when we go whack off to porn we're by ourselves and we get to feel ourselves you know by ourselves and in the privacy of our minds where we get to just find what we want there's no monitoring so there's a lot of safety that's felt there um and so guys will you know maybe edge for hours with porn you know i so there are days where i've like you know i call it like a porn tunnel i'm like whoa it's been like <laughs> two and a half hours i i had set right? out to do stuff and <laughs> look, look exactly. at where we are. but you know like it's all in the head so it's psychogenic it's in the mind and you're like having this experience vicariously of other people um but you're projecting your own dynamics and owning like your own thoughts onto these people because if i show like Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 10 people the same clip, everyone's going to have a, a slightly different experience and some of them a radically different experience of what's going on there and who's enjoying it the most and all Just that. Just because we're projecting our own self oh. into that scene, right? And everyone's scene is different. Exactly. And so guys will feel highly aroused and then they won't know why exactly. They just know it's quote unquote hot. And then they go to their boyfriends or they're even in a hookup and they can't get out of their heads. And they're not used to embodying those dynamics. So it's like this class I want to teach is to kind of help men like pick through it and maybe even share it. And I'm going to think about some way of like sharing the porn where everyone can watch it together and talk about what dynamic is happening here and like who do you identify with and what is he thinking, you know, just kind of like projecting your own dialogues out there so that we can giving some words to these images and video that we often just like you said, just goes right into our minds, into our brains, but actually breaking down what it's actually doing and what it's exactly enticing. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, how do you take that? And then now that, you know, how do you use your body to like communicate that same desire? And most people, if you've been lying on your back, you know, with your phone in your hand, it's like, I have no idea how to start, you know, using my actual body to, to embody that dynamic or to communicate those sentiments or feelings or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, so it's like, well, let's practice. Let's uh, use your body, <laughs> like, you know, grab yeah, a partner, and, right? <laughs> and yeah, I think it would be really I fun. Love Is this in your upcoming? Because this might be a good time to talk about your five-part series. It's called Embodying Desire, 
like I said, it's a five-part series, Bridging yeah, the yeah. Mind and Body. It's going to be on Wednesdays from 7 to 9 Pacific Standard Time, beginning May 19th. Mm-hmm. We'll give you more information on that. Um, is this some of the stuff that you're going to be exploring in this five-part series? And what else can we expect from this? Yeah, totally it is. There's a little bit in there um, about porn. And actually, it's interesting. You've taken some of the material before doing Elements of Desire that um, that's that this right. program is built on that's coming up. And so, yeah, people can expect to learn. Um, okay. So what's motivating me for this experience and how do I use my body to show that, you know, some physical exercises, ways of practicing, um, again, getting out of the head and just trying to find contact with the body. You know, like when you're like just in, I don't know, working out's a good metaphor for me when you're in it. And you're like, I was just going to yeah. say, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You have to really embody it and take it just from the ethereal or the the, the brain image. into yeah. your body. Actors do this all the time. You have to mm-hmm. f- make it physical to feel the character. Why wouldn't we think that getting intimate and learning more about ourselves wouldn't be a physical experience as well? Yeah. Yeah. And we don't, we've really, I think... I know I'm generalizing when I say this because people are in different places with it, but like we've largely lost like our, like a large portion of how to use our bodies, you know, like we're so civilized and, but we're really still jungle animals. And I think that's why part of the reason why, um, you know, sex, uh, it lives in these places for a lot of people of shadow and that there's shame around it because it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't fit in with our cultured <laughs> way of being or civil ways of like, ex, you know, exchanging values. Cause it's like a lot of re- sex is really rooted in transgression and, you know, competition and like wanting to be better than someone or wanting to be less than someone, you know, these are not the kind of values that people sit around their table after church and want to <laughs> like admit that they're feeling. So, I mean, you can't really use your body for it either. It's like we've been trained. It comes to like the, I immediately think a sexual encounter or a sexual experience can be five minutes in a bathroom stall in a department right, store with right. somebody that you just hooked up with, mm-hmm. wham, bam, and it's done. And it can be really hot, not taking away anything from that. Right. It can also be two to five minutes turning on your favorite porn scene, mm-hmm. knowing that you just want to make get off really quickly but when you do that and what comes to mind is that it's you're just going to that one part of your brain that one go-to that you know is a tried and true and going to get you off but it limits the capacity the the immense dimensions that our sexuality really has and our Mm -hmm. desires really go. So while I think it's probably fine if you want your go-tos here now and then and not punish yourself over that, I wrote a note down here. I think it was from yesterday. um, Like the working out theory Mm. that we were talking about, Mm -hmm. prioritizing, I wrote, prioritizing and setting aside time for ourselves. And by ourselves, I mean our desires and, and what we getting a little more in touch with you have to prioritize that and i wrote think of it as a practice and for those of people that know yoga yoga is not about perfection you come to the mat wherever you are that day and even if you were able to backbend it 
yesterday right. and your <laughs> you know your pancake stretch was like really good and you felt like madonna because right. you're like at least okay i felt like madonna oh, totally. right. you're like and yeah and then then i did a bunch of leg workouts or i was just slacking off for a while and i tried to do it again and it's like i'm not there and every yoga instructor i've ever had said it's not a competition yoga is such a metaphor for life you mm. pick up wherever you're at that day beginners intermediate advanced and but it's but key word it is a practice so prioritizing setting aside time for our desires i think should be thought more of as a practice would you not agree with that i totally do yeah and even if it is like hey i want to go to the department store you know <laughs> like elevate it the, the woods and yeah <laughs> like it's like actually it's in do you know will tantra do you know will um book? only because of you and i've looked at, um yeah n but no i tell me more about him well he's been so inspiring to me because he's so like comfortable in just his desire and expressing it and like um he moved away from san francisco when i was living there but i just loved like hanging out with him and he would be like yeah man i think i'm just gonna go to the beach this afternoon like to marshall's beach and he's like i'm just gonna right. go and you know pleasure in the sun like jack off and like see if i can like you know connect with someone who wants to really share some connection and bliss and I, at the time this is like a few <laughs> years back i was like but well, he is so radical but now i'm just like yeah why can't it be just like yeah i love if that's what one likes to do is like i love to cruise and i'm gonna go to the bathrooms and do you know and like really i think people want to shield themselves from what comes up in the process because the majority of people you know in all honesty who have done this you know cruising in bathrooms i'm one of those i had some really hot experiences that way especially earlier on there's a lot of shame also as part of managing that behavior right it's right right a lot, a lot of people are there because they don't or can't do it elsewhere um so it's it's like also embracing what happens in the process and it's i think of tantra that way it's like okay it's not about like oh do we have to just sit in eye gaze it's like well maybe i want to go like i used the gangbang earlier but i'm gonna like go do it i'm gonna be real aware about what's happening for myself i'm gonna like really look at the feelings that come up and i'm gonna think about it and let myself feel them, even if that's grief, you know, um, it's okay to feel right. gr grief and excitement at the same time. And um, that, yeah, that's how I think of it. So a lot of us, I think it's like, get it and get it off and get out, get out really fast and then back to life. And that doesn't feel good to me because it feels really jarring. <laughs> yeah, um, right. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say the shame thing about how it can be really hot. So cruise the bathrooms and all that stuff and but you're right for so many of us uh, for so many people that do partake in those kinds of hot acts there's mm -hmm. for everyone that's open about it there's plenty of people that that's their only expression right. of yeah. their sexuality and the interchange that you may have when you are engaging with somebody that say is totally not out of the closet and it's it's you're still having an exchange we uh, might be sharing energies and i think to be aware of that would be such a good thing because it could bring up certain things for yourself too or at least having that mindset and awareness yeah um because 
whether you know it or not, you're exchanging energy when you hook up like that. And yeah, yeah. if it's so, yeah, I think it's that's such a great thing to just kind of see what comes up for you afterwards, too, or during or during maybe right, take yeah. mental note. Yeah, because yeah, how many times have you been like sucking a dick and been like, I'm done with this, but I'm doing it anyway? I've had that experience <laughs> yeah. a lot. And I might even actually be simultaneously really turned on about his cock or something, you know, about the man, but also inside having a anywhere from like a boredom to ambivalence to like a disgust response about something else in the experience. But a lot, and a lot of us have <laughs> right, or that. totally pulled out of the experience as totally. well. Like, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, well, what about that? Like, well, what's happening? Right? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> it took me a long time to really ask, like, what is happening here? I, <laughs> I love these questions that we can ask ourselves. And, you know, I wrote this other note down. It was stemmed a little bit from the discussion we were ha- having yesterday mm-hmm. on sex positivity. And it had to do with the, the general question of as gay men mm-hmm. or LGBTQ, it sounds like we're a really young subgroup species in a lot of ways because you talk a lot your a lot of your work explores the willingness to explore the various traumas that have occurred through us and so many of us have our traumas have to do with our childhood and of course oftentimes with religion mm-hmm. you talk a lot about it in your bio again people can read about it on your website we'll give you that again but um, do you think that just as gay men as a subgroup, I call it species to our mm-hmm. heterosexual counterparts that we're just starting to show signs of, of seeking our like potential growth, just, yeah. um, people like yourself, people that are really, um, Tantra specialists are helping us that there's something more to to it than just being gay and in the sex part of it that we're just starting to crack the surface surface i do yeah i do i think change is happening and i know that people want change to be fast but that's just not how cultural change happens quite often and i do think it's changing and um you know look at where it was just you know 20 years ago Right. You know, you know, a really awesome book. Um, have you, you might have seen this. If not, I, th- I recommend this book to everybody. It's um, Out of the Shadows, Reimagining oh. Gay Men's Lives by Walt Odets. And it down right now. Dude, it's so cool. He like basically in a nutshell, the book is like a look at the gay community from the AIDS crisis to the post AIDS crisis to the now and like three different you know communities with the people that are immediately involved in the crisis and then people that came out of the closet afterwards, but shortly thereafter, and then now young people today and the difference of the spectrum of their awareness of all that, like, and he folds in a lot around just our development as kids and what we've been through and, and why it's, you know, we have sex and intimacy issues and it's just a really beautiful book. Um, Wow. Yeah, it's really cool. But exactly what talking exactly what I was saying, how young and Mm -hmm. how we are and change does take a long longer than we would want it to probably. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think people are talking about this more, you know, like mental health is becoming less stigmatized. uh, People are, are more um that people used to be like ashamed if they're going to therapy you know it's like uh, and still people still do think that like oh you're what's wrong it's like nothing's wrong i'm trying to adjust to this ridiculous world that i live in (laughs) like and doing uh, the work yeah it's actually should be a really applauded 
yeah. um, if nothing else, or just great. You're doing the work that, mm-hmm. you know, I think you were even saying, I'm sure you wouldn't mind me sharing, but just mm-hmm. you had today was sort of a me day for you. And you as don't. a, you're a coach and, and have clients, but you've got your own coach and the importance of that too. You, it must be so important to you. To, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like my therapist, I don't want to say her name, Aggie Quinn. She's she is fucking amazing. Um, and I've been in therapy for five years. I've been in supervision for two years with my own work. Um, and I had both today, therapy and supervision, and it just makes me really happy. It always reaffirms that I feel like I'm in the right place. You know. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, we have to talk about Joshua Tree yeah. and this upcoming. It's guys, you want to hear about this? There's some spots left. It's Finn Deerhard along with Jason Tantra, correct? That's correct. Ta- yeah. It's going to be a Tantra coaching training mm-hmm. in jo- uh, at Joshua Tree from Saturday, October 23rd to Friday, October 29th, and um. It's going to be, I'm just reading it here, a multidiscipline training program for healing arts practitioners, body workers, and tantric coaches of all kinds. Um, and you can transform your eroticism into space holding of profound depth for yourself and others. And just some of the things um, you're going to give us techniques, experiences, and practices that have been integrated with the therapeutic models of understanding and intervention. And you'll learn to transform your eroticism into space holding of profound depth for yourself and with others. So things like practices, Mm -hmm. rituals, techniques, exercises, and processes. So is it really for somebody that wants to hold spaces and is it for intermediate or or people that are thinking of getting into this type of work of holding spaces? Mm. Yeah, it's it's all it's actually all it's it's made in such a way the program is made in such a way that there are um, three modules of what Jason some a lot of this is um, that I'm about to say is Jason's work that he does with his husband, which is the diploma program. So there are three modules and they're spaced out. You can take them, you know, once a year or whatever um, that are one's personal journey. So it's like, let's say Joe signs up. He's going to go through three modules of personal Tantra journey uh, with Jason and Ingo. And then the other three modules of the coach training program are how to do this space holding piece. So that's the part that Jason and I are doing together. And that's where you take your, you know, your experience and start to learn how to apply that in a practitioner type space. So people that are doing, you know, Tantric massage or erotic massage or, energy work or anything like yoga, tantric yoga, um, or if just wanted to learn how to, you know, have a sexual experience with someone, um, and bring in counseling techniques and stuff to like help. Let's just say, I mean, a lot of men get to the point where they're like, yeah, been there, done that with everything. And I want something new and kind of exciting and challenging intellectually around sex. And so they, they aren't a practitioner, but they want to take it because they get to like, um, you know, when they like have sex with somebody, whether it's a, oh, right. a boyfriend or like a, um, a hookup, you know, it's like, how do I, you know, can you turn kind this of into- direct, give <laughs> yeah. it some direction perhaps, you know? Yeah. Or like whatever's coming for this other person, like really a transformative experience. So it's kind of like sacred, intimate work, sexual surrogacy, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, without branding it as such, but yeah, like, you know, 
doing contact work with people um, that is sexual and intimate and also process holding. So it's not just like a physical experience and by, you know. It sounds amazing. And I love that it's going to be at Joshua Tree, totally. which what a great place. Um, w will people just be staying in one location? What can you tell us about that? Because it's, uh, it's a week, correct? It is a week. Yeah. And it's going to be at a really beautiful retreat center. Like if you go to the on my website, you can see the event and the calendar. Um, it's actually, um, if you go on my website to the um, the services tab, there's like a gay tantra tab, click that. Um, and then it will take you to the booking page and there's like, there are a bunch of images of the retreat center. So it's really gorgeous. There's going to be a chef, um, and men will have different types of accommodations. They like choose what kind of rooms that they're wanting. And it's really a process held week. You know, it's like a lot of, I think it's like 8am till like 10 or 11 at night. Um, Full on. <laughs> and, you know, Jason requests people, you know, before they go, like to hold back your ejaculation before you go. So you have like tons of sexual energy um, oh, once nice. you get there. <laughs> it's not like forced, but it is requested. Like, yeah, hold it this week and see what happens when you're doing all these sexual exercises for a week. And like, it's kind of like edging for a week with a lot of people. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. That would be amazing. The I know. energy. Yeah. I'm I'm on the page right now. I see all the everything and it's laid out really well. I love this. This is going to be really cool. I'm going to put the link up on tagspodcast.com and totally. be yeah, um because I really think this is going to be an amazing week that whether you're in the, you want to learn more to create spaces like this, or it's, it, I just think it would be such an amazing week. So, yeah. Totally. And, you know, one aspect of the program I didn't mention is that post-training, there will be supervision um, offered by Jason and me and his husband for, you know, let's say someone's wanting to utilize this in their actual work, then we will be offering supervision. So if you, this is important, like whenever you're booking, um, there's a field in the booking form that says anything we need to know about you, you would put that Steve Rodriguez um, referred you. And then you would Perfect. receive a couple of those supervision sessions for free. Awesome. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So perfect. Important when you're booking, um, put Steve Rodriguez sent you in the anything we need to know about you field along with anything else we need to know about you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Such a great week. Again, I'm going to post this on tagspodcast.com October 23rd through the 29th. Such a great fall event to in a, in a perfect space locale with yeah. great coaches um yeah i might even consider it myself dude that'd be cool yeah it yeah. looks really really awesome um well finn as always i want to thank you so much um always enlightening conversation and i hope you continue to pop in when you can to our clubhouse every thursday night yeah dude that's really cool and about that i'm so stoked that that's happening and now that i know more about what clubhouse is um right that was really cool and i will definitely be back and i appreciate that y'all are doing that for people so awesome absolutely people can follow you at finn dearheart correct totally on instagram um and go to my website and your website too yeah and sign up for a newsletter and you can stay abreast of anything that's happening 
It's F-I-N-N-D-E-E-R-H-A-R-T.com. Findyourheart.com. Finn, as always, thank you so much. Have a blessed and beautiful um, weekend. And um, I'm sure we'll be talking soon. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, again, I want to thank my guest today, Finn Deerhart. Please follow him and consider looking into the Tantra Workshop Series coming up in October. I think it's going to be really, really breakthrough on so many levels. Uh, Follow us at Tags Podcast on Instagram, at Tags Podcast. We are off this week of Tags Live, but we'll be back the following week. But join us for Clubhouse. If you are on Clubhouse, you can follow me at Tags Podcast. And we do a sex positivity room every Thursday night from 6 to 8 Pacific Time, 9 to 11 Eastern Time, called Sex Positivity LGBTQ+. And again, I'm at Tags Podcast on Clubhouse. Look forward to seeing you there. Uh, Continue being safe, wearing your mask. Get vaccinated, but keep it sexy. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER and partnership with MGM Northfield Park.